So, good morning. Here we are um, in the third of our four uh, talks, um, looking at one verse uh, in uh, 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 12.10. We've had already uh, a talk on gift of miraculous powers and the gift of prophecy. Uh, next week we've got a uh, gift of tongues, and this week is the gift of discerning spirits. Um, as we look at that list in uh, 1 Corinthians 12 of the gifts of the Spirit. And um, I just want to say at the outset of this talk um, just a little bit about the specific and the general. So I'm pretty sure that Paul is talking uh, in this passage about specific giftings. Because he says later on, you know, do all prophesy, do all speak in tongues, do all have miraculous parts. So I think he's talking about individuals who Holy Spirit gifts as a particular anointing to be prophetic or to have the gift of healing or to have the gift of miraculous powers. But I think there's also sort of behind that always a more general uh, ability that's there for any Christian. So take prophecy as our first example. Um, remember from the School of Prophecy, those, sorry, the School of Prophetic, I'm sorry, uh, those who did it, you remember it in detail, if not, pull the notes offline and, and read the stuff. But, but we teach there that, that everyone can hear God's voice. Every Christian who knows Jesus and, and knows Holy Spirit uh, can hear God's voice. That's not like being gifted as a gift as a prophet. And the individuals, some individuals in, in our church, have got a particular gifting to be prophetic. And there's like a definite spiritual gift for individual people but there's also behind it a sort of general ability uh, that all of us have as Christians. Same as way as healing. Some people have a particular gift of healing. But it doesn't mean to say that not, we can't all pray for healing. I don't think I have got a particular gift of healing, but there's nothing to stop me praying for people to be healed. If I hear God say, you know, well, pray for anybody, let's be honest about it. There's no problem ever praying for someone releasing God's healing because you get a sort of a word of knowledge, a word of revelation that God wants to heal this person at this time well go for it release God's healing pray in faith and authority Jesus heal this person and that, it seems to me anyone can do that but there are specific gifts of it. And, and Paul will say at the end of this chapter uh, verse 31, 12, 31 uh, earnestly desire the greater gifts and again I just want to say that when most of us read that verse, earnestly desire the greater gifts. We'll read it individually, that I desire the gift of, you know, clearly the gift of miraculous powers is more impressive uh, than whatever the gift of tongues or whatever. But I think that Paul is talking to the church. And I think a little bit it's about church, earnestly desire that you as a community have people in you who are anointed as prophets who point people who've got the gift of healing people who've got the gift of miraculous powers only to desire those things now it is individual as well but it's also a bit corporate that we as a community uh, want to see this gift of distinguishing different kinds of spirits active in individuals but therefore in our community in our ecclesia in our fellowship and the word uh, this this word that's used for discerning um, spiritual uh, things, discerning spirits, 
is used also in Hebrews 5.14 in a more general sense, but still as a specific, I think, spiritual gift, where the writer says, uh, he's talking about not being able to tell the, the Hebrew congregation, the congregation, um, about default complicated things. He says you still need milk, not solid food. But then he says in verse 14, but solid food is for the mature who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good and evil. There's something about that distinguishing good and evil, but it's a spiritual thing. It's not just saying this is a good thing, that's a bad thing. It's distinguishing the spirit behind that. What, what is the spiritual thing going on behind this event I see? And you know, I mean, some things happening in our world are quite obviously evil. It doesn't require any spiritual gift to see that stuff. But, but it, a lot of stuff is much more subtle than that. And a lot of words are prophecy. You have to test those as well. But just in general things, um, I mean, I wouldn't say that social media or email is evil or good, but there are no doubt ways it is used and situations. You can see those who have discernment and can discern spirits that God or the enemy is using that situation for good or for evil. And that's, I think, what's about. It's distinguishing spirits, the spiritual reality behind the things that go on. The classic example that um, people use is Acts 5, um, the story of Ananias and Sapphira. If you don't know it, I won't go through it in detail, but you probably do know it. This guy, Ananias, had sold some property and he gave the money to the church. Amen. But he decided to sell it for a certain amount and then keep some fraction, half for himself, but pretend he gave all the money to the church. The mistake wasn't keeping some money. The mistake was lying uh, about it to God effectively and saying you know I've given all of the money to the church and he hadn't really and Peter calls him out Peter discerns it seems from the context of the text by the spirit that there's this lie going on that, that the father of lies Satan was uh, got in, into nice there's a lying spirit behind the act the act was a good act he'd given a lot of money to the church but behind it was a spirit that was deceptive and lying. And of course, Peter calls him out and the guy drops dead. His wife, Peter, almost uses, almost like, I don't know, human dis- discretion to, to work it out. Almost um, not directly, just he gives her a test. He says, did you sell it for so much? He, he asks her the direct question. Did you, you know, did you agree with your husband to do this or was it him by himself? He discerns that through a question. Again, that's spiritually precise question to deal with that. That's the sort of classic, I think, New Testament example of discernment, of discerning spirits. What is the spiritual thing behind this event, between this action, behind this person? That's what you're distinguishing. And it's, a, and it's sort of, I think, again, I think Jesus teaches it's sort of a binary world. You know, there's not like God, Satan, or something in between. There's either God or Satan. Um, there's that thing in Luke uh, 9, is it? Um, where where the disciple thinks John says, Master, we saw someone trying to cast out demons in your name and we tried to stop them. Jesus says, don't do that. If they're not against you, they're for you. Or uh, 2 Corinthians 6, 14, um, where Paul says, for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? You know, it, it's a bit binary. Well, it's either God or the enemy. Either it's Satan trying to enslave any people, or it's us uh, 
building the kingdom of heaven here on earth. Your kingdom come on earth as in heaven. Discernment, distinguishing between spirits, sorry, not discernment, distinguishing between spirits, is, uh, it seems to me, applicable to everything in the world. And we see, want to see what God's doing behind the stuff that goes on. What is the spiritual action behind this physical event that we see? But it's particularly true, I think, for prophecy. And, and there's particular warnings uh, for us in the New Testament about deceptive prophecy. Uh, and there's always a danger that you get you know, babies in bathwater. See, I think some people have so worried about false prophecy, they've just ignored the real gift, which is absolutely madness. Um, but Jesus says, you know, false prophets will come out into the world. This is Matthew 24, isn't it? False prophets will appear and perform great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. See, I've told you ahead of time. Or indeed, um, 2 Corinthians 11, where Paul describes Satan as masquerading of an angel of light. You know, loving to deceive people and be deceptive. Um, and, and the classic verse, I suppose, here is, actually I preached on this some time ago, if you, I can't remember what it was, when my hair was a bit shorter, so it's probably, I don't know, week three of lockdown. Um, 1 John 4, 1, where he says, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they're from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. And so the, I think, perhaps particularly for us as a church and community, there's a need to have that ability, that gifting in our community to distinguish uh, between spirits in terms of our prophecy um, and what's going on there. And, yeah, absolutely, we need to hear God's voice and we need to respond to prophecy, but we also need to be discerning. And sometimes the sermon, I think, also just about you know how it lands and time scale. Let's just set some of the tools first and then come back to some personal experiences. But um, first tool, scripture. We say it every time, but it's worth saying again. There is not any new revelation or prophecy or word that will replace words of scripture. If a word comes, if something is said that disagrees with a clear revelation of scripture, it's tough for the word because it's scripture that's right. Uh, and always know scripture embed it in scripture, read it, study it, internalise it, allow God to speak through it, spend time in the word. You cannot ever emphasise enough the importance of that process. Um, because that's our, that's our benchmark. And that's absolute, and it's fine, but it's often um, doesn't, doesn't get you to the point of discerning. Because you know, this is a word that, 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 that isn't actually against scripture, but that doesn't mean say it's necessarily right or right at the right time. Uh, and so I've got to discern. And then the church. We are a body. We're not called, praise Jesus, to live this isolation. We're called to live it as a community. We have leadership. We have structures that are tested and put together and, and you know, protected. And we have others we share stuff with. So we can use that sort of corporate discernment, distinguishing between spirits, um, by taking it. That's why we always encourage people who've got words in, in services to first bring it to one of the leadership to discern where that comes from. And, and it may often be that they're, they're right words, but not the right timing. And timing is an interesting thing, and I won't get into time now because that's one of the one of my geeky things I like talking about. But but it is a really weird thing. Some of some of again, you know, I worry sometimes that we try and be too analytic in, dis, in having sort of 
I don't know, theological systems to distinguish things. I think God's too brilliant and complicated uh, for us to ever understand. So whether this next example is a thing of distinguishing spirits or whether it's a thing of a word of knowledge, I don't know. But either way, you know, quite often I get things where, for me personally, when the Holy Spirit prompts me, perhaps when I'm praying about stuff generally, to to speak to, to send these days a, 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 a Insta message or a WhatsApp message or whatever, a social media message to some individual. And the number of times you find out that that was just the right time as that person was going into a tough place or had heard some bad news or whatever, um, I think that is, for me, distinguishing spirits, distinguishing what's going on in the world. Or is it a word of knowledge or understanding? I don't know. Who cares? Sometimes it's timing as much as the actual thing uh, that that you're responding to. You distinguish in this situation, at this moment in time, I distinguish between the Spirit of God using this and working through this and the enemy using it to deceive and pull down. So, so that Jeremiah 23 test, uh, 2029, um, God says, it's not my word like fire, it's like a hammer that breaks a rock in pieces. When God says stuff, when it's re- revealed by God's word, it's, it's precise, it's not generic, it hits. And you can sense a bit God's word in that way to us, discern that is God speaking to us. And the last is this practice thing, which I haven't really spotted before doing this prep, this Hebrews 5.14, where he says, by constant use, have trained themselves to distinguish good and evil. So I want to land on that. I want to land on the fact that I think the word today for us as, as a church is to get into doing this, keep in doing this. And when we see stuff, when we read the news, when we talk to our mates, when we have a... WhatsApp from someone we've not spoken to for a while. We just say, Lord, what's going on there? What's the spiritual thing behind that? And and we listen. And we just open to Holy Spirit prompting us to get us a view of the heavenly view of that natural reality, that physical reality. And see, God, what are you doing there? To distinguish spirits. And when we get words, uh, I've got, um, a couple of words given to me in my last prayer appointment, which I'm currently sitting with, sitting under, trying to distinguish. Not only is that from you, Lord, or is that thing that 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 I should do a thing for now, or a thing I missed <laughs> some time ago in the past, <laughs> or is it a thing for the future I've got to hang on to? I want to distinguish. I want to be open, with my eyes open to what God's doing. So, church. Train yourself in the constant use of opening up to seeing the spirituality behind what's going on. Asking God that question. Lord, what are you doing? What's the spiritual reality behind this thing I've just seen or just dealt with or seen? And that'll give us great, great uh, clarity and precision in the way we can live and work as his people. To another, distinguish your team spirits. Lord, help us as a community and as individuals to be open to that gift that we might distinguish between different spirits in the stuff we see and do. In Jesus' name. Amen.